And I was thinking about my life and, and kind of my testimony. And one of the things that happened to me when I was young, I was in uh, my first year of college at Georgia Southern University in Statesboro, Georgia. And I had been saved as a child and then build, filled with the Holy Ghost when I was 17 with the evidence of speaking in tongues, which was a, a, a great uh, impact on my life, of course. Um, but I had not yet learned the life of faith just because I, you know, hadn't been taught. Of course, I can't blame others for that. I should have, you know, could have learned that myself, I suppose. But um, just without proper teaching, you know, with uh, ignorance is not bliss. <laughs> we need to uh, learn of, of the life of faith and learn how to uh, contact God and live uh, that personal relationship with him. Uh, um, I had yearning and the desire to know him. I just didn't know how that w- looked and how to do it. So I remember driving back from class one day at Georgia Southern, and I saw this service station. Maybe y'all have seen these where they Elvis pictures and and this velvet things, and um, and there was a picture about this big of Jesus. And I thought, oh, I love that picture. All of a sudden, I was just so drawn because I wanted to know him. And I just didn't know exactly how to do that um, in a more, you know, in a closer walk, a closer way. So I went and bought that picture. And I went in my little dormitory room, which wasn't any bigger than half of this stage, probably. And I put that big picture up in there. And I just looked at it, you know, and my roommate walked in and she said, what is that? <laughs> I said, well, that's Jesus. <laughs> and she said, I know who it is, but what is it doing here? <laughs> I said, well, I just wanted to be closer to him. <laughs> she says, God, I just don't know if I can take that picture. <laughs> you know, I think it convicted her. I don't know. I mean, we weren't, we weren't exactly living for God, but it was just my heart to be close to him. And um, thank God, through uh, the teaching of Kenneth E. Hagan, which I learned uh, the next year about him, then I learned how to uh, live by faith and therefore live in, in close relationship with him. Uh, because as Christians, and we talked about it a while ago, we've been translated out of darkness, out of one kingdom into another kingdom. And born of God, if we've accepted Jesus as our, our Lord and our Savior, so that we, we're in a whole new kingdom and we have to learn those kingdom principles to operate effectively. And, and, and it's glorious, but, but we have to learn of Him. You know, we have to learn from His Word and the way to live. And the Bible says that that way to live is to live by faith. And so let's look at some scriptures here. We're not going to take a whole long time today. Um, you know, we, we're catching a plane and I know y'all are uh, going to have some lunch. And so we're just going to take a few minutes here. And maybe this is a review. It, You know, but I think that so many times we can let things slip if we're not reminded. And being, uh, you know, we're we're in the world, we're not of the world, but we have to deal with the world. Amen. We're, we, uh, and, you know, we have to, of course, uh, deal with the enemy too, the devil. So, uh, it's good to be reminded of how we are to operate on 
the earth as Christians. So Romans chapter 1, let's look at this in verse 17. Romans 1, 17 says, For therefore uh, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just, that's us, if you've been born again, you're just, in, in other words, you're justified, you have been made righteous, not because we're so great and good, but because he's so great and he's so good that he's given us his righteousness. So that means we're in right standing with God. That 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 is such a wonderful place to be that he purchased for us and said, this is my gift to you. We can't earn it, can't be good enough for it. All we can do is receive it and say, thank you, Lord. So we have been made righteous. We have been made just. And so now we are to live by faith. And look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. Galatians 3:11. Bible says here, again, reiterating this, Galatians chapter 3:11 says, "But no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just, that's us, shall live by faith. And then again in Hebrews 10, verse 38, Hebrews 10, 38, we see here it says, Now the just, that's us, shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So three times here we've read how we are to live. And then we'll look at Hebrews 11.1 1, and just examine this way to live for a moment. How uh, how to do this? What does this look like? So Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So here we see faith is substance. There's something to faith. It's not just an ideal, you know, there is some substance to this. Amen. And we see also it's the evidence of things not seen. So we have to know that there is the seen realm and then there's the unseen realm. And it's good to be reminded of that because many times we get wrapped up in entangled in the affairs of this life and we forget that there's an unseen realm. And in that unseen realm, well, first of all, that our Father is there. Amen? Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank God for the angels of God. You know, there's an innumerable company of angels. That means angelic host. And host doesn't mean greeter at the door. Host means armies. Hallelujah. Armies, innumerable company of armies of angels. Wow. So we don't need to forget these things. Now, also in the unseen realm, we know that there's an enemy. We know there's an adversary. And the Bible clearly says he is in opposition to the will of God and to what we are doing on the earth today. So don't forget you have an enemy and don't be ignorant of his devices. So then when we are uh, a conscious of the unseen realm, then I believe that we can function a little easier in faith and by faith. So it's the evidence of things not seen. For it, the elders obtained a good report. 
So if we want a good report in our lives, in other words, if we want what God is saying about our situation, we obtain that by faith in his word, by looking at his word. And we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we can obtain a good report. Um, the Bible says that God declares the end from the beginning. He declares the end from the beginning. And so we are really to uh, copycat the way God acts. We're, we're supposed to be uh, those uh, ones who take Jesus, the example of Jesus's life and, and act like he acted. And walk in the faith that he walked up, in the faith of God. So he obtained, uh, these elders obtained a good report um, through faith. And so as we obtain a good report, not from what we see, but from the unseen realm, then we can declare the end from the beginning in every situation. And that's really what faith is, is seeing the end from the beginning and saying it. In other words, if you've been attacked in your physical body with sickness, you can declare what you desire and hopefully you desire healing. Some people, some people might not. I I had a friend in high school that was blind and um, I was with her a lot because I would help her to the cafeteria and, you know, she would hold on to my arm. And I asked her one day, I said, Sherry, would you, would you like to be healed? You know, and would you like for me to pray for you for your sight? And she said, no. I'm happy blind and I have um, she she was very smart straight A's she said I know braille I get a I get around fine and I'm really happy the way I am so you know you we can't enforce it on people some people don't mind being sick and I know that's crazy to say that but they don't mind it but others really would like healing amen and it is available it is available for those who are suffering or would like to be, you know, free from sickness and disease. So if you had had that in your body, then, and you desire the healing power of God manifested in you, then you could start saying a good report from the word, like we said this morning, by his stripes, I am healed. That Jesus is the great physician. He's my healer. And so I declare over my physical body the redemptive work of healing manifested in me and you could start saying that good report amen and obtain the manifestation of that good report in your life for the bible says you can have or you have what you say amen mark 11 we know that one don't we mark 11 23 and 24 now look look at verse 3 here through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god so that things which are seen are not made of things which do appear. And the word framed there um, means fashioned or set in order. I like that. Set in order. By the word of God. You know, things in our lives can be set in order when we speak his word. When we declare his word. And faith is, you know, is, is found in two places, in our heart and in our mouth. For it to operate in our lives, it's found in our heart and our mouth. And uh, those two places we have to really guard. <laughs> keep your heart with all diligence and keep the words, keep the mouth, uh, you know, put put a watch over your mouth so that that you can obtain those things that God has for for you. The life and death are in the power 
of the tongue. So we can set these things in order by faith. Uh, we can frame our world, fashion it, set it in order. And then another definition there for framed is equip. We can equip our lives. You know, God has a full supply. But again, we obtain things from the Lord by faith and, uh, you know, receiving those things in our heart and saying them with our mouth. So this is how we see uh, in this great hall of faith, all of these men and women operated and obtained the thing, the promises of God. Now, let's look at this because just really quickly, um, the first and this is interesting to me, the first testimony here in verse four and I'll read out of the uh, Amplified. Prompted and actu- actuated by faith, Abel brought God a better and a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, because of which it was testified of him that he was righteous, that he was upright and in right standing with God. And God bore witness by accepting and acknowledging his gifts. And though he died, yet through the instant he is still speaking. The first action of faith that's mentioned here. Is giving. Isn't that interesting? You know, it takes faith to tithe. It takes faith to give, doesn't it? For all of us. But God is pleased by that. And, and uh, Pastor said, when we do give, it's given back unto us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. But the first uh, testimony is talking about giving. And I think that's very interesting in our world today. Instead of... Um, you know, the, the world system is so different than God's system, but there's so much victory in God's system. And he is able to do exceeding abundantly above anything that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. So we see in his in his kingdom of of uh, financial blessing and provision and supply for our lives, um, it, this giving is essential. And the devil hates it so much that the first murder was about offering. The first murder. People get mad about money. It's crazy, isn't it? But God has uh, told, given us a system in his word by faith that we can obtain supernatural blessing and prosperity. Any, you know, just things above we can even think. And I thank God for that. Hallelujah. He's a good father. Amen. And he provides richly for us in so many ways that we couldn't even imagine. He can get money to you. He can get things to you that you you, you wouldn't even imagine how he does it. But he, he can and he will. So have faith in God to give as he prompts you to and as he urges you to and know that he can uh, multiply your seed sown. Okay, let's look at this. Uh, all, you know, all the way down, we see by faith Enoch, by faith Noah, by faith Abraham. I was looking at this in the Amplified, and the words by faith are uh, different words. It says uh, they were prompted. You know, faith will prompt you to do certain things. Maybe even be uh, call somebody and and encourage them, or or. Um, you know, serve in the church somehow or uh, do, uh, you know, different things in, in your life that you wouldn't have thought of doing uh, uh, 
faith will prompt you to action. And so there's like in verse seven, there was a prompting, uh, in, in Noah. And then the next verse, um, it, it uses the word urged. Sometimes we'll get an, an urging to do something, a prompting, an urging. And then some of the other words as we go, uh, through the amplified, one of them is aroused. We are aroused to do something for God. See, faith will do these things. It'll kind of give you those urgings, promptings, arouse. One of them says motivated. Faith will motivate you. Amen. And yet sometimes your mind will go, no, 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 no. But your heart, you know, God's prompting me. He's urging me. He's arousing me. He's motivating me. And then another word is actuated. Uh, we're actuated by faith. So uh, God is is moving in our hearts and, and through our mouths to have, have us operate in this kind of faith. Now, let's look at first John five, four, first John five, four, because I believe that this is so important to understand. It's not uh, a Kenneth E. Hagan Rama teaching. This is this is God's way for us to live as overcomers. It's to Methodist. It's to Baptist. It's to Catholics. Amen. It's to Church of Christ. It's to assimilate God. It's to the body of Christ. Amen. And so first uh, first John five and look at verse four for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory. That overcomes the world, even our faith. So faith is victory. It, yeah. Faith equals victory. Yeah. Amen. And so in order to really experience the victory that Jesus paid for us to have, because he says we're always called to triumph in Christ. In this life, we're overcomers. We're more than conquerors, right? How can we live that way? When we're living by faith in this new, you know, we, we sing a song. We've, I found a new way of living. I found a, a new life divine. And, and so it's, it's not the old ways anymore. And when we slip back into the old ways, many times that's when we experience defeat. And that's not God's will. It's not God's plan. God's plan is for us, as we read, to live by faith. Now, let me just uh Say this and then we'll close in second Corinthians chapter four, verse three, second Corinthians chapter four. Are you getting anything out of this? We, we know that there is an unseen realm and second Corinthians four, verse three says, but if, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And then uh, it goes on in verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. And then it says, we're troubled on every side. Not just uh, sinners or people who are lost. Christians troubled on every side. <laughs> Have you felt that before? We call that pressure, don't we? Yet we are uh, not distressed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. 
So if you felt these things, there's nothing wrong with you. It just means you're on the earth. Yeah. <laughs> you're on the earth. Don't feel condemned when you're distressed or when you're perplexed or when you're troubled on every side. Don't feel like you're not a Christian anymore. God doesn't love you. Just know there's a little G, God, of this world. And so he's trying to enforce these things on us. But we know here, thank God, that uh, verse 13, we'll skip down. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. We also believe, therefore speak. So believing with your heart. And declaring with your mouth, once again, is so vitally important to live by faith. And then verse 18, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal or temporary, subject to change, thank God. But the things which are not seen are eternal, ageless. Hallelujah. I remember uh, my my dad and I were very close, and uh, we we enjoyed football, both of us. Since it's Super Bowl Sunday, I thought I would throw this in. Um, we just enjoyed football. He played. He was a football player, linebacker, and center. Played both ways at Georgia Tech years ago, and he was a two-time All-American. Then he played professional football for nine years in Canada because they gave him more money. Can you believe he was drafted by the Redskins, but he chose Canada. They paid him $600 more a year to play football up there. So he went to Canada. We, we went up there, lived there when I was a little girl. And so he was very interested in football and I just came right alongside of him and we watched games and went to George Tech games, et cetera. Well, there was a championship game on the TV and he couldn't be there to watch it. He had work, something that he had to do. So he said, videotape it for me and I'll watch it when I get home. But make sure you don't tell me what happens because I want to watch it. And I said, okay, okay, okay. Well, I videotaped and I watched it and our team won. But there were times during that game that it didn't look so good. It looked like we weren't going to win. There was a couple of fumbles, you know, and some they got ahead of us, and it didn't look so good. But when he came in the door, I mean, I just I just wanted to tell him so badly, we won, we won, you know, but I didn't. Um, so he was watching it, and I was grinning like underneath, you know, because I knew the end. Amen? I knew the end from the beginning. I had seen it. And I believe by faith we, we've got to visualize the end from the beginning. We've got to see ourselves perfectly healed and whole. We've got to see ourselves prosperous and delivered. Amen. We've got to see ourselves as soul winners. This week, uh, Pastor David and I are going to Brazil. We, we're going to see ourselves even before we get there, laying hands on the sick and them recovering. We're going to see the miracle working power of God. Moving through us, not so because we're so great, but because people down there need miracles. And so we know that, you know, we can visualize these things. And that's not a new age word. Uh, God took Abraham outside and said, look at the stars, get a vision, visualize your uh, descendants. And he was old and he couldn't have children. Sarah was old, barren. And God's saying, look, 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 look at all the stars. That's how your descendants are going to be. Amen. Look at the sand. Look at the grains of sand. Visualize uh, your descendants. And praise God, 
as he activated his faith through righteousness, we see uh, and we're descendants, amen, of his through Jesus Christ. So we see not to look at the things which are seen, but to look at the things which are not seen. So we visualize and then we verbalize, we declare the end from the beginning, and then we believe. And I, be- I believe, I know this word feel is not a word of faith word so much, but I believe we have to feelingly believe. Amen. Feelingly believe um, the, the Bible talks about the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. I believe that when you pray, you got to pray fervently. And that doesn't mean loud necessarily, but that means you mean it, doesn't it? And so I believe we intentionally feelingly believe. And when we work those three things, when we visualize, when we verbalize and when we feelingly believe, uh, I believe that those activate some things in, in the unseen, amen, and appropriate them to the natural realm. Because those things that are seen, remember, are temporary. They can be changed. And that should be good news to us today. If you, you know, if you're struggling financially, um, and then it looks bad, you can start visualizing plenty. Start visualizing uh, you know, your bank account full and your savings account and your 401k, you know, visualize those things full. Amen. Um, can I share one quick testimony? My um, daughter got a hold of uh, just the uh, the uh, principle of vision and uh, calling those things that be not as though they were. And she was in a really bad place financially. And she said, she just thought, I'm going to write down what what would it hurt if I wrote down, I'm going to have a million dollars in my yeah. bank account by the time I'm 30. Now, y'all, she didn't even have her, her own car. I mean, it was bad. She was so far in student debt, loans and all the things. And so she said, I, I, it won't cost me anything to write this on my vision book that God's going to bless me with a million dollars in my bank account before I'm 30. Well, through a, a series of events, she came to see me in Panama City Beach. She, This was about six months after she turned 30. And she said, I want to show you something, Mother. I said, what? She she brought up her bank account. It had a million plus in her account. I said, what? Virginia, let me. She said, well, my husband got a bonus. And they gave him a million dollars. And, of course, they had a joint account. So she said, I count this as my money, too. This is mine, too. That's, that's what you call more than a conqueror, isn't it? When, when they do the work and you get the money, praise God. So, um, but you know, we need to visualize. Amen. The impossible. That's what faith is all about. And, and visualize and verbalize and then feelingly believe. Amen. Father, we thank you for this time. We glory in your presence. We thank you that you've made these things possible. The impossible things possible. Through faith and through the righteousness of Jesus Christ and what he's already accomplished and finished on Calvary through his death, his burial, his resurrection. And I thank you, Lord, today that you're doing miracles in the people here, in their lives, in their finances, in their children, in their grandchildren, and and some even in their great-grandchildren. I thank you, Lord God, that you're moving so mightily in us and through us and among us. And we give you all the glory and honor today in Jesus' name.